One of the most famous first lines in literature is in a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Not a nasty, dirty, wet hole filled with the ends of worms and an oozy smell, nor yet a dry, bare, sandy hole with nothing in it to sit down on or eat. It was a hobbit hole, and that means comfort. Tolkien once said that he was, in fact, a hobbit. He said that he shared in many of their traits. He loved gardening, good food, the comfort of familiar terrain, and smoking a pipe. I believe that we all can enjoy similar things to hobbits. And if anything, hobbits are a great reminder that there is nothing wrong with enjoying the simple things in life. This story and the world that he created are loved by fans everywhere. And Tolkien is equally loved. And today is an awesome day because we are talking all things Hobbit. So whether this is your first time adventuring into the Shire or one of many, we are glad that you are joining us today on the Nerdy Reads Podcast. My name is Justin and with me is my fellow Hobbit, Robert. What's up, bro? Justin, what is up? I'm excited to talk about the Hobbit with you, my friend. I'm actually so excited. I don't even have an intro question for you. Do you know why? Why is that? Because I'm hosting trivia this week, baby. <laughs> so that you are. Happy birthday episode, my ancient friend. May your beard grow as long as Gandalf's. Man, that is the goal. I'm working on it. I didn't do the dates of today in our world. I did them in Middle Earth. Are you ready? At Fantastic. this time of year in the Shire, the Hobbits would be celebrating Wedmath, which is a summer celebration. It means to grow. And so that is what they would be celebrating in Middle Earth, in the Shire. And my friend, I have an even cooler fun fact for you is that today in our story on the day, you can learn about this, I think in Cimmerillion and things like that. Today is a day that the company reaches the Enchanted River. The Enchanted River was the black stream in Mirkwood that flowed north from its source, west of the Elven King's Halls. It had fast and strong currents, which was narrow and near the Elf's Path where Thorin and company crossed it. Whoever drank or bathed in this stream of water would fall into a deep sleep and suffer amnesia when they finally woke up. So, Hey, that is uh, one of my, actually one of the more enjoyable parts of the book. I actually enjoy the Mirkwood chapters and now I got to scratch one of my trivia questions off. <laughs> so there'll be nine instead of 10. <laughs> I'll come up with the 10th one before we get there. I got you. There you go. There you go. Well, everybody, this is an excellent day here at the Nerdy Reads Podcast, something that we have been so, so excited for so long about. And when we talk about things for our birthdays, I think we were talking about having special episodes for each other's birthdays and and doing things that we were excited about or that we were passionate about. And one of the things I'm so passionate about is Hobbit and Tolkien and Middle Earth and all that kind of stuff. So I've been excited for this episode. And I'm also very excited for our drink today because it is a very special drink that we have cooking up. It is Second Breakfast Coffee by Fable Grounds Coffee. I, for one, can't wait. So let's get our cups going. I think it's about done brewing, and we'll talk about today's drink in just a moment. I like how you switched it up from take a walk to the fridge, because who's walking to the fridge to get coffee? This ain't iced coffee. You liked that, didn't you? I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything says unhinged more than two grown men about to sip coffee at 10 o'clock at night. Mug check. 
your mug is much cooler than mine. I'm trying to usher in fall with my pumpkin mug. Love it. Hailing from Maryland, Fable Grounds Coffee was founded in 2019 by Caitlin Smith. She started this company in hopes of blending two of her favorite things, books and coffee. All of their coffee is fresh roasted in small batches. And my personal favorite thing on their website is every offering they have is like a different theme, be it book related or just like they have a general Greek mythology selection an epic fantasy selection fairy tales and they even have a lord of the rings section which we have in front of us here today my wife veronica went to a polycon earlier this year where she saw fable grounds coffee and picked justin and i up a bag of the second breakfast blend and we have been waiting for the opportunity to try it out what better day than hobbit day this has literally been sitting on our shelf for months now a couple months for this moment it's supposed to be a light medium roast so Perfect for breakfast. I'm ready to do you like the, the quality of the bag is epic, though. Oh, yeah, dude. The artwork on the bag's nice. We'll have to post a picture up in the Facebook yes. with the link to this website for sure. But the bag shows a picture of uh, Bag Inn. You can see the little hobbit hole mm-hmm. and its little garden. It's a very cozy, very welcoming. I'm excited about this. Looking forward to it. Where did you say they were from, bro? Maryland. Is that how you say that? That's how I say it, dude. How do you say it? <laughs> I say Maryland. I'm sorry, dude. I'm a hick. Maryland. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about a theme park, bro. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I could be here for you. Hey, Thanks, man. bro. Appreciate that. You ready to try this coffee? <laughs> Let's try. It's smooth. Mm. My favorite thing about this is I do get a hint of caramel, which I don't know if the bag. It may not. I might just be out of my gourd, but Maybe. I do feel like I get a hint of caramel. And if I do, this is immediately one of my favorite ground coffees that has caramel in it because most of the time it's so overpowering but here it's like just right shameless plug if you guys listen to the bonus episode that we just released this past tuesday i didn't drink the whole lani beverage just for the for the fear of staying up all night even though it was good i will drink this whole cup of coffee right here though Hmm. It is that good. It's going to be hard for me not to drink the whole thing. As I said, I'm not going to, but I continue to take sips. It is excellent. Five out of five. Oh, yeah. Five out of five. Easy. (laughs) And Fable Grounds Coffee is actually doing a Legends and Latte. Actually, you can go on their website now and get Legends and Latte themed coffee. We will definitely be pairing one of those with our review of bookshops and bone dust later this year. How much did you say it was for a bag of this? You can get one bag of this for $15.99 shipped to you. For quality coffee, that's not bad. No, I pay that at Heine Brothers. I was going to say, yeah. They also sell like sampler kits on their bags, so you can try all the different varieties with smaller bags of the themed coffee. There's like three or four different Lord of the Rings themed coffee. She also does custom stoneware mugs of the themes as well. There's a really cool Legends and Latte mug coming out. We may be having to get some of these mugs for ourselves and possibly some giveaways. You never know. Never know. Sometimes we get get wild. (laughs) Five out of five Fable Grounds coffee. This is not the last time you'll be on this podcast. (laughs) Give us just a moment. We're going to talk about The Hobbit. Maryland? Maryland? It's Maryland, bro. Maryland. I don't know. Maryland? Maryland? YouTube it. YouTube it. How you say it? We're going to YouTube. All right, here, hold on. Dude. Let's, let's see what the. Let's, let's settle this right now. Is it Maryland or is it Maryland? I or think it's Maryland. We... Maryland sounds better, Maryland. I sound like I'm going to a theme park. <laughs> Maryland. Maryland. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Hey, you were like, this company hails from Maryland. I was like, no. <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> I, I immediately was like, wait. <laughs>
from where? I almost stopped you, but I was like, my boy's on a roll. I'm going to wait. Nah, just just let it go, dude. It's okay. It won't be the first time I've embarrassed myself on this here show. Hey, Tolkien was a scholar of the English language, specializing in Old and Middle English. He was a professor at the University of Oxford. Tolkien wrote a number of stories, including today's book, The Hobbit. He was a brilliant man who was condemned by English establishments, but loved by literally millions of readers worldwide. He is one of my heroes, and I am excited today to talk about The Hobbit. Robert, share with us what it's about. I don't know if I can add anything to what hasn't already been said about The Hobbit, but just a brief summary, the book is about Bilbo Baggins, obviously a hobbit, his unexpected journey. He's recruited by Gandalf to join a group of dwarves led by their King Thorin. They set out to reclaim their homeland from the dragon Smog, who drove them out. The story is an adventure filled with danger, friendship, personal growth, and a little touch of humor. The themes in this one are, it's an adventure, like you said, high fantasy, epic fantasy, and there's a lot of that good and evil in this one as well, which is something Tolkien's known for. So the book is told with the uh, ominous narrator style. Did I say that word right, dude? Did I butcher another word? <laughs> we'll have to YouTube that to check you. We'll fact check you later. <laughs> uh, so basically, we have like a narrator who tells you the story and can mm. tell you the thoughts and feelings of every character involved. So the book is extremely descriptive and it really draws you into the world. And many times due to the narrative style of this book, I felt as much a part of the story as the person reading it due to the narration style. So and then one of my favorite parts is the narrator often breaks the fourth wall when you're reading it to remind you, hey, you're reading a book. So it'll, he'll say things like, soon you'll grow fond of Bilbo, but you'll see in due time why. Or, you know, reader, that the, he gets out of this situation and that's coming up in a few chapters. Like little things like that happen throughout the book. Yeah, which I like. This book is literally comfort food. I mean, if you're talking about just you want a book to sit down, read, enjoy, there's just this something this pure innocence to a hobbit. There's just something about this world that draws me in in a way that I can't explain and that nothing else does. Yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly, dude. This book is comfort food. Like if it's cold outside once a week in the winter, I asked Veronica, can you make your potato soup for me? And this book is like the equivalent of my wife's potato soup on a cold winter day. It makes me feel warm, cozy. And I invite everyone who has never experienced The Hobbit to dive in or even revisit it. If it's been a decade or longer, this book lives up to your memories. I agree. You know, and it's it's interesting because language was such a huge part of, of his life and his world. And, you know, I think that it's common knowledge that he wrote languages for Middle Earth's world, you know, Elvish and all the different things that he did. You know, when you read these books, I mean, there is words that are long since past us now that we don't use anymore or oh, yeah. the way that it's just talked about. And I think that actually adds to the magic of this. Like when you're reading it, it makes it feel so otherworldly and different and new, even though it's so old and classic. But man, this book is timeless. And I mean, I'm sure we're going to rate it, but for me, this is a, a five out of five every time. If we could go higher, I would. I love this book. Dear. Yeah. 
five out of five for me easily. I really love the, you can really feel the personal growth in the story of Bilbo. Because when you start, he's just a dude who's happy, content with his life. He doesn't want to go on the adventure. He concedes to do it. And by the end of the book, he takes on a leadership role. He's like, hey guys, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get it done. So he becomes this like timid, shy guy to the man or the hobbit by the end of the book. Uh, five out of five for me. Uh, what's your favorite part of The Hobbit, dude? I love what every character represents. Bilbo is that guy who he loves the comforts of home. And there's no secret that the hobbits are a simple people. They love the Shire. They love to garden. They love to smoke weed from their pipes. They love to enjoy mead with their friends. Those are things that they enjoy. And again, I think I see so much of myself as some of that where I'm like, man, I love I love simple things at times, you know, where just being out with family and just doing things. I just love that, that vibe. But you look at that, and like you said, he goes on this adventure. One of my favorite things is Gandalf is such a good character throughout all of these series. And he appreciates who they are. He appreciates the hobbits, whereas the dwarves are like, I don't know about him. Is he a burglar? Is he going to do what we need him to do? He seems weak. He's fat. All these different things that they insult him with. And at the end of the day, you know, Gandalf's like, don't underestimate this guy, you know? And he just walks this journey with him. And he does the same thing in Lord of the Rings with Frodo. He sees something in the hobbits there. And, um, and I just love that, that theme, that part of the book. If I were to say what my favorite part of the book is that's it you know and I'll you know I love certain scenes there's moments where like even when Bilbo and Smeagol Gollum are having the riddle battle that's an awesome moment you know so but I just love Gandalf who he is and I love how he interacts and how he just believes in these hobbits and he knows that there's more to them and to me that just represents again what Tolkien is always saying like hey there's nothing wrong with celebrating a simple life even in that you can have adventures even in that you can do great things things. Just like him. He lived that life and he did amazing things. Look at it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You actually mentioned one of my favorite parts. If not, it is my favorite part in The Hobbit is the riddle battle with Gollum. And Veronica and I were on our way to a park that was about an hour away from the house. And she's like, you want to listen to like a uh, audiobook version of The Hobbit while we're driving? I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. And she found a dramatic reading one. <laughs> so different than more like a normal audiobook where you just have a narrator maybe doing a couple of what this is like fully acted. One of the chapters we listened to was the Gollum chapter. And no disrespect, I hope you never hear this Gollum actor, but it pulled me out of the chapter so much (laughs) that I had to go back and just read the chapter later because I I wanted the true experience of that scene and the dramatic (laughs) reading was a little too over the top for me. Can you give us an example of the Gollum voice for this book? Was it anything like the movies at all? It was nothing like the movies and it was really hard to understand the Uh, dramatic reading of the actor because it's like... The whole time, dude. <laughs> it me- it messed me up, but it it was still interesting listening to it. Another thing that pulled me out, like the dramatic reading of the elves. Like when I think of elves, I think of these like well spoken, mm. sure, you know, uppity race. The elf when he started talking, I'm like, are are we talking to the goblins? What are we doing here? Yeah. It's almost that part is a little weird considering what we think of when we think of elves. And when you read them in this book, they don't, yeah, they don't match what we think of when we think of like high elves and that kind of thing. They're almost like silly in a lot of ways. 
Yeah, dude. Great book. Five out of five easy for the nerdy reads. And my friend, are you ready? I'm going to I'm gonna try my best to be. I'm going to try my best to be ready. After last week, I feel like he's been trolling me all day today. Every time we talk, he's like, oh, no, no. These questions are going to be easy, brother. And then every time he's like, like you know, something simple like this. And so I, I have a feeling you're going to try to destroy me in this. So no, 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 no. no way. Hey, bro, look, you know, it's your birthday episode. I'm going to take it easy on you. So let's just mm. get started off right with like an easy one, man. What race of creatures live in Rivendell? The elves. There you go. See, man, was that so bad? <laughs> I like this because this is like the ghost question last week with Boo, and now he's getting ready. He's, he's geared up. Let's go. Bilbo Baggins comes from the Tooks and the Baggins. What is Bilbo's mom's name? Hold on. I can, I can get this because this is why Gandalf went to him in the beginning anyway. Gandalf never would have gone to Bilbo if it weren't for his mom. His mom was a famous adventurer. Veronica helped me with these questions, by the way. So. Did she? Yeah, thanks, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> She's a tick. Belladonna. It is. That took a lot of brain power, man. That was my one, like, trip you up question. Yeah, right. So, yeah, right. No, 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 really, really, really. What does Gandalf point out on an old map of a great mountain? This question comes courtesy of Veronica, and it stumped me, too. Is it the doorway? It is. It's the hidden passage into okay. the mountain. So we'll take that. That's good, dude. Okay, okay, okay. How many doors show up on Bilbo's doorstep for breakfast in a meeting with Gandalf? If you know all the doors' names, my guy, we could just check this trivia (laughs) down over there. (laughs) Nine. It was 13. 13, wait. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. That's a lot. That's a lot of doorfs. Yep, I was going through the names. <laughs> dude, I was like, you're like, if he knows, knows all the names, if dude, he knows all the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. I don't. Obviously. Shortly after their quest begins, the party runs into some trolls. What happens to the trolls when they are exposed to daylight? They turn to stone. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. In the Misty Mountains, Bilbo finds a powerful item. What is the item and what does the item do? It's the ring. Makes him invisible. I had it. The rock is like, Bleh. what question does Bilbo ask Gollum during the game of riddles to fool him and win? What's in my pocket? What is the name of Bilbo Baggins' sword? Sting. What is the name of the mountain where Smaug makes his lair? The Lonely Mountain. Ding, 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 dude. What is the name of the gem that Thorin seeks but Bilbo finds and secretly keeps it for himself? The Arkenstone. And I have one last question. Okay. What is the name of the animal that tells Bard Smog's weakness? Thrush. Bonus question, dude. What is Smog's weakness? It's the he has a scale missing above his left his heart above his left chest. I feel a little ashamed that I missed how many dwarves there were. I should have known at least the number. That was a big mistake. I was trying to count them all by names. And then I got to nine. I was like, okay, nine. But then obviously there's I missed all. I mean, dude, since you were on a good row, final question. Which, what three dwarves perish in the Battle of the Five Armies? Well, Thorin, Feely, and Keely. There it is. Yeah. Look, dude, you're done. (laughs) Hobbit Master. I I don't know about Master, dude. I didn't get how many dwarves, but man. All right. They do mention the party of 14 a lot. They do. I'm an idiot. All right, bro. Thanks for thanks for doing trivia. We have some nerdy news and we have an email that we're going to read. So give us just a moment. We'll be right back. 
I've drank this whole cup of coffee. David Mod's gone, bro. That's <laughs> trouble. <laughs> well, welcome to Nerdy News this week, everyone. Justin did great on the Hobbit trivia. I couldn't stump him. So we're just going to jump into uh, our next book for next week is a favorite series from my childhood, Dragonlance. And yes. last year, the original authors released book one of a planned new trilogy. It's supposed to be a good jumping on point for new fans and have a lot of cool Easter eggs for longtime fans as well. You may be shocked to know that while this was one of my favorite series growing up, I've yet to read the new book. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Same here, man. Can't wait. I know you can't judge a book by its cover, but the cover art on this is really nice. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Dragonlance is similar to like Lord of the Rings in the vein of like high fantasy. Good versus evil is very cut and dry, but Dragonlance also has some time travel in it, which is what I love, dude. I love time travel stories. So I'm looking forward to it. Ready to jump in. Are you a fan of the graphic novel or the movie Scott Pilgrim? You know, I've never seen it. Wow. Well, dude, uh, Netflix is making an anime. Starring the original cast of the movie, and it's due to release on November 17th. I believe it's a planned eight episodes long. They put a trailer up. You can go check it out on YouTube or anywhere you want to watch a trailer. I enjoy the Scott Pilgrim movie. I've never read the graphic novel. I've been Scott Pilgrim curious for a while. So maybe this new show will make me jump in or maybe not because I heard they're trying to be faithful like panel by panel to that graphic novel in this animated adaption. I have seen screenshots of this anime. I like the art style quite a bit, actually. So I might check it out. A lot of these actors coming back for this are much bigger than they were when this came out, like Captain America, Chris Evans. He's That's in pretty here. cool. Yeah, uh, you got your boy Michael Sarah coming back to reprise his row, Aubrey Plaza. I'm looking forward to it, dude. I'm going to yeah. check it out. Same. The other piece of nerdy news I have here is one that's like Lord of the Rings adjacent. We didn't talk about it last week, but we should have. Post Malone bought the One Ring card. <laughs> Post Malone bought it for $2 million. Post Malone seems like that dude that you could just vibe with, though. Like, I yeah. feel like Post Malone's into enough stuff where he could probably hang with most people. He likes nerd stuff. Sometimes he's singing country music. Other times he's doing R&B. And so like that dude's just all over the place and things that he enjoys. He seems like a fun dude. And so, hey, congratulations, Post Malone, listener of the show, I hope. Yeah, dude, and the guy <laughs> who sold the uh, card said uh, he put a TikTok out because people's been asking him what he's going to do with the money, money or if he's just going to squander it. And he said he actually, he's consulted with a financial advisor and he's researched other instances where people come into vast sums of money and lose it all. So he's basically going to let a financial advisor help him uh, make that money grow and last until he He's uh, well into the night. So good for that guy, man. So is he going to buy Bitcoin? I hope not. <laughs> Congrats to you, Post Malone. Congrats, Post Malone. What an awesome, what an awesome item to own. I mean, I'll be honest, as big of a Lord of the Rings fan as I am, if I would have got the One Ring card, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm selling that card. I'm going to, because with $2 million, you can do a whole lot of other things. You know, I could have a Lord of the Rings themed room if I wanted to. You can to. go live in the Shire for $2 I million. Could, I, I could have my own little hobbit hut in the backyard. I could do whatever I want. So, well, you know, within reason. I'd be the guy who squanders it on dumb stuff, I guess. But guess what? I have a little nerdy news that I wanted to bring to oh, yeah? It's not really nerdy news. I don't know how old this is. And so there's going to be people. There's going to be those people like that's old. But I'm, I was too. Today years old when I discovered there's volcano snails. It is called the scaly foot 
snail. And so the scaly foot snail has literally iron on its underside. It, if you look at pictures of this bad boy, we should post a picture of this on our social media. What is the, this thing? Are you looking at it? Yes. So look at it, dude. So it literally looks like it has chain mail on the bottom of it. And these snails literally they're at the bottom they're deep sea mining snails that can go over really hot surfaces at the bottom of the ocean apparently they're called volcano snails these are the things that like swim around in your dreams dude this is nightmare fuel this is proof respect the ocean friends go check it out everybody just make the volcano snail the picture for this week's episode sorry Bilbo. It's Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we have one email. You've got mail. And it's from our friend, Mandy Cecil, introvertly bookish, as a lot of you may know her. And the thing that we're excited about is that sometime in the next few weeks, we will be doing a live stream trivia with her hosting it. So we and Robert are going to be challenging each other. If you want to join us for that, man, that's going to be awesome. Can't wait. You guys can actually beat us in that. And I'm sure that you will, because neither one of us are great at trivia, obviously. And so Mandy's going to be bringing the heat for that one. But she wrote an email into us. She said, happy birthday, Justin. I hope you have a great year and exercise more caution on your mountain biking adventures. Well, (laughs) shots fired. She goes, I'm writing in for a confessional to admit something very shameful. However, I expect no judgment from Robert. He's never seen signs or Princess Bride or Justin. Rise of the Phoenix. <laughs> wow. She's coming have, in hot, dude. She's coming in hot, dude. I have never finished a read through The Hobbit. Gasp. Which is kind of crazy for her, to be quite honest. Love the movies and promise to finish the book by Solidarity when I get through my current series. P.S. I hope you're pairing this with Second Breakfast Coffee. I just finished my bag and it was delicious. Well, good news. We did. And it, you're right. It was delicious. I'm speechless. I can't believe she hasn't read The Hobbit. I thought everyone has read The Hobbit. I thought it's just like a rite of passage, like you just hand it down to your kids. I feel like, though, from what she said, we really don't have much room to hate. But nah, come don't. on, read I mean, it's true. Read The Hobbit. Read, I read The Hobbit, though. I'll watch The Princess Bride this weekend. Next week on this show, I will tell you all if I like The Princess Bride. It's done. You know, we actually talked about having another classic book and reading The Princess Bride. So Actually, I'll save the movie for save that. Save the movie. Save I'll save movie. it for that. I'm going to watch Signs this weekend, Mandy. Watch Signs, bro. Seriously, you do need to watch Signs, though. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Well, that is it for us. Man, this was an amazing episode. Something I've been looking forward to. Something I have uh, always enjoyed is reading The Hobbit, talking about The Hobbit, talking anything Middle Earth is always fun. Again, we gave that book a perfect score. Did you expect anything less? Second Breakfast Coffee by Fable Grounds Coffee, also a perfect score. This is a show full of perfect scores. Definitely go check out Fable Grounds Coffee if you get a chance. And look at what they have because, man, they have some fun things on there. They have Lord of the Rings, like he said. There's a lot of different things. So there's something for everybody. Go check them out. And check us out on social media. Robert, where can they find us? You can find us over on Goodreads, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and Facebook at the Nerdy Reads Podcast. And also send in those emails. We love them. We do love them. It is a lot of fun reading emails from you all. You know, we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate all that you do. Share us with somebody this week. And here at the Nerdy Reads Podcast, we enjoy a good story just like The Hobbit. And we believe that your story matters. So be good to each other and stay nerdy, my friends.